0: The word of God for our meditation is recorded in Romans 4. What then shall we say that Abraham our father has found according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Fellow redeemed. In this life, there are very few sure things. Many of us have received too much mail guaranteeing that we may already be a winner. Just recently, I received a phone call claiming to be from one of the famous sweepstakes, offering a million dollar prize, but it turned out to be a scam. When you buy appliances, they have warranties, guaranteeing replacement of parts or the machine, but only with certain restrictions. For your vehicle, you may have protection plans that cover the windshield or the tires, but all of these offers are only limited guarantees. Whether it be the sweepstakes or the stock market or warranties, human guarantees often fail. Only God's guarantees stand firm. God's guarantees are absolute. Wrath and condemnation come through the law. Salvation comes by grace through faith. God guarantees it. God guarantees that wrath and condemnation come through the law. The law makes promises that are conditional. If you keep God's commands perfectly, then you will receive eternal life. If someone could keep the law perfectly, then they would have something to boast about, but not before God. Because God is perfect. That is the example given in our text of Abraham. If Abraham's works made him righteous, then he could pat himself on the back. But then our lesson goes on to say, he would have something to boast about, but not before God. When we compare ourselves and our lives to God's law, we often try to justify our own actions. Like climbing a ladder, we say, I'll try harder, but we never reach the top. Like balancing a scale, we say, I'll do more good deeds than bad ones. But our sin still remains. Or we compare ourselves to others and say, I'm not perfect, but at least I'm better than others. But God is just. He is holy and demands complete obedience. God expects us to keep all of his commands you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And he expects us to follow every part of his word. God does not grade on a curve. His law demands perfect obedience and condemns all who are not perfect. Be holy as I, the Lord your God, am holy. Be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. The law cannot give life to sinners. It can only show us our sins. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There is no one righteous. No, not one. There is no one who does good, not even one. So what makes us right with God? Our own goodness, our nationality, our family's faith, our church membership, none of these. No, the law cannot save. The law can only guarantee one thing, God's anger, because the law brings wrath. Since Adam fell into sin, all people are sinners and rebels against God. The law points out to us what sin is and makes us even more angry and rebellious against God. If God's promise comes through the law, since the law brings wrath, the promise would not be a promise but a threat. God guarantees that wrath and condemnation come through the law. But God can save. And he has promised, he has guaranteed that he would send the one who would save us. And that savior is his son who did keep God's law perfectly. And who died for the world's sins on the cross and rose again from death. And that action guarantees that the world's sins are paid for in full. God guarantees that salvation comes by grace through faith. As proof, Paul quotes from Genesis 15, Abraham believed God and it, that is his belief or faith, was credited to him as righteousness. Note the passive verb, faith was credited by God, not earned by Abraham. Abraham did not work for faith faith was not something that Abraham produced within himself like the power of positive thinking faith is a gift from God God does the creating of faith it is God the Holy Spirit who works through the word of promise to create faith God made Abraham a promise. And through the Holy Spirit's working, Abraham believed it. And through that faith, God credited Abraham with Christ's righteousness. Faith lays hold of God's promises based on Christ's payment. God credits us with Christ's righteousness by faith. To illustrate this, Paul uses the example of a worker When is something a gift and when is it a wage? When we go to work, we complete our tasks, we put in our hours, and then we receive the promised wages. These wages are not a gift, but an obligation of our employer. For a job well done, we earn our payment. Contrary to any work experience we may have, our lesson says that to the person who does not work but has faith that God declares them innocent even though they act wickedly, this trust allows them to receive holiness as a free gift. Faith is not a work that Christians labor for and earn but a gift of God's good work In Christ, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. God declares ungodly people, wicked and evil people like us, to be holy through faith he has given them. The miracle of the gospel is that God comes to the ungodly with a mercy that is righteous altogether and enables them through faith, in spite of what they are, to enter into a new relationship to himself. Faith is indeed a miracle, a gift that only God can create. God guarantees that salvation comes by grace through faith. If you stand before God and ask him to judge you on what you have done, God will give you what you deserve, eternal death. But if you stand firm on the guarantee of justification, God will declare you righteous through his own gracious love. All are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. This multifaceted jewel of justification offers many guarantees. This gem assures you of eternal life through faith in Christ. Not based on anything you do. It is credited to your account by faith. Faith saves you from God's eternal anger freely because Jesus paid the price for all sin with his holy precious blood. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. While human guarantees often fail, whether it be the sweepstakes or the stock market or warranties, God's guarantees stand firm. So if someone asks you if you were to die tonight, Are you certain that you would go to heaven? You can answer boldly, yes, because God promised in his word that Jesus has forgiven all my sins. God absolutely guarantees it. Amen. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Please rise for prayer. O God, we give you glory because your mercy does not change. Be gracious to all of us who have gone astray and turned to our own ways and bring us again with repentant hearts and steadfast faith to embrace the unchangeable truth of your word, Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.